called me out of the darkness He's calling you out of darkness Come into the light now He's calling you out of the darkness Come into the light now Walk into the light now Walk into the light now Walk into the light now What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Walk into the light now. 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 What are you waiting for? Another hits jam from Wipe Loaded X Pop.
right good evening everyone has been our day hours our week i hope we all had a wonderful week uh, and i hope we also enjoyed last week um section so quickly today we are going to be um taking a brief discussion on the kingdom series last week we suspended the kingdom series because of um, we had um another important issues and matters to discuss so but this week we're going to be briefly take time going continue we're going to continue briefly on the kingdom series a few weeks ago for over um about four or five weeks now we started the kingdom series and we started by stating what um jesus who is the revelation of the intentions of god who is the idea of god concerning mankind we explained what he came to do on earth that there was nothing else he came to to reveal to us than the kingdom that man lost in the beginning because um the old bible is just about a kingdom a a a kingdom and a kingdom people a kingdom a king a kingdom and a um group of kings who lost their dominion they lost their authority to an unemployed cherub so that's what the kingdom um the bible is all about so jesus came to reveal to us what the kingdom is all about and what the intention of god is concerning the kingdom and we stated few weeks ago on um, how it was mandatory for us to study the words and the act of jesus to confirm what he really came to reveal to man what he really came to give to man and from our little studies from the previous lecture in the kingdom series please if you have missed any of the kingdom series you can just go to the podcast list and you are going to see where we wrote kingdom series please from the beginning it is going to be of help if you can go listen to it again so that you won't be lost because we've dealt with a lot of issues on the kingdom so today we are going to be very 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 brief as brief as possible I don't want to exceed about 30 minutes we are out of here yeah about 30 35 minutes we should be out of here so today we are going to be talking about the kingdom concept the kingdom concept now we explained the last time we dealt with the kingdom series we explained about uh, we explained the fact that man cannot understand god's full agenda but um, man cannot really envision god in his entirety man cannot um understand god cannot comprehend who god is and what god is doing at each time of the season and of the year and of the, of the day but god has you know god has created a way for we to be able to at least have a glimpse of the message is passing across like we read in the last um kingdom series that we had we read from the book of romans how how apostle paul was talking about the matter of the of life that you know god god has created 
physical things he uses the nature the natural things to explain himself so i hope you understand so we we dealt with that last time we met so god also has made us have a glimpse of what his kingdom is like by allowing man to have kingdoms you know in previous times we've heard of great kingdoms kingdoms and empires like roman empire the kingdom of babylon um the kingdom of egypt the the british kingdom and so on and so forth so by uh, by studying how a kingdom operates on earth we can have a glimpse of what god's kingdom is like it's not the perfection of it but we can have a, at least a glimpse so that we can be effective in our work with god because like i stated a few weeks ago that no man can be effective until he works in the purposes and the agenda of god for his life and the purpose of god is that we walk in his kingdom and we we are fruitful as kings in his kingdom as kings in his kingdom you know god's kingdom is the only kingdom without subjects god's kingdom is a kingdom of royalty he said for you are a royal priesthood a holy nation so god's kingdom is the only kingdom that does not have subjects but co-kings co-kings work with him Amen. So today we are going to be dealing with the kingdom concept. Um, I'm going to start by talking about what a kingdom is. So if you can get your jotter, I know I have said this here times without number. For those that have been a member for a long time now, that um, it's good to take notes, you know, of some things because your brain cannot capture everything at once. Even if it does, it's it's it has the tendency to forget some things. Because you have two types of memory. You have the long-term memory and the short-term memory. So when you are taking information in like this, it's going to be stored up in your short-term memory for a while until you put to practice and you keep and you are consistent with what you have learned before it goes into your long-term memory. So it is of good if you jot one or two things. You don't have to start writing all through, but you can just take your pen and write some points that could be of help to you. So I will start by giving the definition of what a kingdom is. So what's a kingdom? A kingdom is simply a domain or a territory ruled by a king, influencing it with his will, purpose, and culture. Let me go over that again. I said a kingdom is a domain or territory ruled by a king, and the king influencing it with his will, his purposes and his culture, his will, his purposes and his culture. So a kingdom is a, a domain. The first thing you have to understand is there is no kingdom without a domain. That is where the word dom is from in the in the is coined from in the word kingdom. So there is no kingdom without a domain. There is no kingdom without the domain. The word kingdom is from is formed from the from two words. The first is king, and the second is dom, dom, which means uh, which means a territory, a a an a, a particular area set aside to be ruled by a king. So there is no domain. There is no kingdom rather without a domain. So a kingdom is first a domain, then there is no kingdom without a king 
a territory without a king is simply a territory not a kingdom so what makes a place a kingdom is the presence of a king now your understanding of this will help you understand how you are important on the surface of the earth the sustenance the the sustainability this the the um effectiveness of um this world depends on uh, the presence of you on the surface of the earth this earth will have no salt this earth will have no 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 life if you are not present in this time and in and season you will understand as we go on very well so a king a territory remains a territory until a king arrives in it so a territory becomes a kingdom once a king is present in that territory that's what makes it different between a territory and a kingdom a territory and a kingdom so we have a territory then we have a king then the king influences the territory with his will with his purposes and with his cultures and you know this exactly was the original plan and agenda of god from the beginning because god was ruling the spiritual world where most people call heaven and you know you know why we we're growing up we used to ask ourselves you know i want to go to heaven i want to go to heaven and when they say where is heaven you say heaven is up 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 heaven is up heaven is up well heaven is as close to you as you can imagine heaven is more real than you are and when we say heaven heaven is not up neither is it down heaven is not anywhere we can point to heaven is right within us is right amongst us because heaven is just a description of the spiritual world so god ruled the spiritual world the bible says for god is a spirit and they that must worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth so god is a spirit and is a king so is the is, is a spirit is the king that ruled over the spiritual territory so everything spiritual god rules over now that is joy for us because if god rules over everything spiritual then every demon is under the rulership of god under the rulership of god they, they might just be um, unemployed cherub like my mentor fondly calls them but they are under the rulership of god that means god deals with them anytime any day amen amen so the king influences the territory with this way so in the beginning god had a plan and he he, he had a plan to bring his his influence to the physical world as the king that he is and he's also a creator he had a plan to bring his children i mean sorry he, he had a plan to bring his influence to the physical world that's to the physical world but god is a spirit not a physical body so for god to be able to do that he needed physical body that would have his that will be a spirit and will be able to communicate his will from heaven to earth so god created brought an offspring out of himself according to the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 26 god spoke to himself and out of himself came out an other spirit called man the word man there means 
out of me out of me and who was the me that's god the spirit so the word man means out of the spirit so man is a spirit man is not a gender so man is not a gender man is a spirit so we have the female man we have the male man man was a spirit so in the book of genesis chapter 1 verse 26 god spoke to himself and out of himself his spirit came out of himself and that was his offspring and he called that spirit man which means a spirit that came out of me amen so but the spirit could not fulfill the agenda of god why the spirit could not fulfill the agenda of god because the purpose of god was to bring his influence into the physical world so for him to be able to do that he needed a physical body not a spiritual body so then because god's agenda surpasses or you know it's it went beyond the spiritual world then god needed to create a body for the man that he, he, that came out of him so when man came out of god god brought a body and the bible said god um, made a body out of dust so god made a body out of the physical materials and placed the man inside the body and he called that man adam and the word adam is the hebrew word that means it means it means death it means death d-i-r-t death that means clay out of out of out of death out of the dust that's what it means so adam who was the physical entity that god placed the man inside of so became the offspring of god that was to bring the agenda of god into the surface of the earth to influence the earth with the kingdom culture of god i I hope i'm not going too fast and i hope you are following me so and after god created the male body he created another body out of the male body and he called the the other body the female the female so the bible says he, he, he created them both male and female so man is one but there are two kinds of man man in the female body and man in the male body so when i call you man i'm not saying you are a man i mean you are a male i'm only saying you are a spirit so i'm calling you by your identity so whether male or female we are all men we are all man let me use that word we are all man i hope we are following so god had to bring an offspring that had that was a spirit and had the ability to communicate with the physical so by so doing god could now communicate his will don't forget our definition of a kingdom so god could not communicate his will his purposes and his cultures to the surface of the earth to the physical realm so god could not legally he could not legally influence the physical world how did he do that by the hands of his children his offspring by the hands of humanity don't forget the meaning of human is humus and man so humus means death like i said earlier that's also the word adam so humus means death and man means spirit so it means spirit in death so spirit in a in a body spirit in a physical in a in a physical case amen so god began to bring his agenda to pass he began to influence the earth so the original purpose of god for man was for man to come and influence the earth with the kingdom 
with his spiritual kingdom. He wanted a, an extension of his kingdom to the physical world and wanted the physical world to look exactly like his own world, the spiritual world. That was the intention of God. So that's, I'm just explaining and you know how a kingdom operates and I'm also relating it to the kingdom of God. Amen. So a, a, a king, the king will influence the territory with his will, his purposes and, and cultures. Every kingdom have the following setup. There is no kingdom that you go to that will not have this following setup. So I said earlier that a kingdom starts with the territory, uh, the king, then the territory. So every kingdom has the following setup. You can list them. Number one, the king. So there is no kingdom where there is no king. Uh, you know, in ancient times, in ancient times when they go for war, every um, everyone in the army will do their best to make sure the king is protected. Why? Because once the king is killed, then the war is over. Once the king is killed, then the war is over. Why? Because the death of the king is the death of the kingdom. So a new kingdom will arise from the death of that king. So a new kingdom will arise when a, another king comes up. I hope you understand this. So the death of a king is the death of a kingdom. So that's why a kingdom starts from the king. The second thing on the list is the territory. The territory. There is no kingdom without a territory. So the second is the territory. The third is the subject. The subject, that's the citizenry. The subject, the, those that the king rules over. The fourth, we have the constitution. There is no kingdom without a constitution. In short, the foundation of a kingdom is the constitution. The foundation of a kingdom is the constitution. That's what guards guards the king with the people. You know, God gave us His own written constitution so that we can protect ourselves from His anger, from His wrath. So He gives us a constitution, an agreement that as long as you do this, these are the things that you are bound to benefit from. That's what the constitution is all about. So God, so the king will give a constitution in his kingdom the, f the the fifth is the law the law there is no there is no kingdom without a law so a law is what guards the people is what um, protects the people from themselves you know where, where there is law there is sin so but where there is no law there is no sin so everybody is just free to do whatever they love so in a kingdom what the foundation of a kingdom one of the foundation of the kingdom is that the king provides the kingdom with a law with a law and the next one is the privileges the privileges as the rights and the benefits so there's privilege for every citizens and their benefit also for every citizens of a kingdom so they are they are they, you know i'm still going to discuss about that so they are benefits they are they are rights and benefits for citizens of a kingdom amen amen and the next one is the social culture the social culture that's and you know in a kingdom the king is the one that influences the kind of culture that um that is being emanated that is being practiced in such kingdom for example in the great britain the the, the king and the queen takes tea every morning 
they take tea every morning so it became a culture in in great britain even in in the extension of their colony they make sure every cool every every um every territory they colonize they become like them so they practice their culture so they too they take tea and you know nigeria is one of the territory territories that the great britain colonized and that's why today we take tea amen in nigeria because we were under the influence of a government that their culture one of their culture was to take tea amen so there are many other cultures like that and it is influenced by the king the king is the one that influenced the culture so the king's habit becomes a culture so a king's habit becomes a culture a king's philosophies become the culture of the of the kingdom amen then the next one is the ministry the ministry in every kingdom there are ministers there are ministers well i'm not talking about um pastors now i mean servants that means there are there are um offices there are places areas of of um, attentions where we have people that give services for the sake of the king and the kingdom and there are different sectors of ministry we have the ministry of education in the kingdom we have the ministry of finance and economy we have the ministry of defense the ministry of information and the ministry of health let me go over again there are five important ministries that set up a kingdom there are although there are many other ministries that could come up but every kingdom must have these five ministries number one is the ministry of education if you study the bible in ancient time you will see that when when babylon took judah took israel into captivity one of the things they did the king king nebuchadnezzar was to ask his servants to separate for them able men amongst the people that were captured that they might go to the university of babylon to learn to learn because a king is known by his excellence a king is known by his excellence so the 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 the, one of the things they set up is the ministry of education another is the ministry of finance and economy you know what keeps a a a a country going i mean a kingdom going is the finance how wealthy the land is is how wealthy the king is measured so when the land is poor the king is poor but once the land is rich the king is called rich and wealthy so we have the the kingdom as the ministry of finance the next is the ministry of defense they are the one in charge of the armies they are the one in charge of enforcing the laws of the king and making sure the people protect the king's identity making sure the king and the kingdom is in is in is in safe hand so they they are the one in charge of those things the minister of defense the next is the ministry of um, information we have the ministry of information every king don't joke with this area of the of the ministry because um the ability to be able to pass information across successfully is what makes a king exceptional because as a leader let me use the word leader if you are not able to pass across your vision to your followers then you will be a failure so one of the things that the king does not joke with is information because information are key to relationship so imagine a kingdom was is to pass an, a, a particular information to another kingdom and the the media at which 
the king is to use um, got corrupted and passed the wrong information to the next kingdom then there will be war between the two kingdoms so one of the things that is very important in a kingdom is the minister of information how the king disperses informations to the people the minister of information and we also know that in god's kingdom there are ministers of information and one that we know that is the ark is an archangel is gabriel according to the bible who comes with informations anytime god has one to the people so there god himself does not joke with information so we are going to deal with this more as we go into these teachings then the last ministry that cannot that is very important is the ministry of health the ministry of health every kingdom has an office that deals with health issues because the health of the people is the health of the king so the people must be in good health so the next is the ministry of health amen the ministry of health so these are the are the um, compart- compartments that makes up a kingdom and makes a kingdom work successfully and um i i took these things from research here and there you know i did some some works on getting these things together to just make you understand when we go into it deeply what the kingdom of god is all about so please as i am teaching this thing don't get carried away with what i'm just saying be conscious that we are trying to relate the kingdom of the earth with the kingdom of god so that we can have at least a glimpse of what god wants us to understand i hope you are following me so we can have at least a glimpse of of the intentions of god of, of concerning his kingdom agenda on the surface of the earth amen so we will do with these sections this part that makes a kingdom but for today we will start with the king and we will stop there the king you know we mentioned the king the territory the constitution the laws the benefits and all that and so on and so forth so we are starting with the king so who is the king what is the king all about the king is the symbol of authority power and influence in a kingdom so a king is the symbol of authority power and influence in a kingdom like i stated earlier once the king die the kingdom is dead so a king is the is the is the symbol of authority of power and of um of and of influence in a kingdom a king rules the land and the people in it so they they are known as sovereign meaning supreme in power majesty and glory so a king is known as sovereign they are known as as sovereign because they are supreme in power majesty and authority that means what the king says is final the king does not you know the king does not speak opinion the king speaks law the words of a king becomes law that's why kings don't speak too much when they are in office why because every of their words could be used whether for them or against them so a king is very careful a king is very careful if you go through the bible you will see how the words of a king place many people in trouble for instance, when um, the king of Babylon was forced to make a law that anyone who prays within the next 30 days, anyone who prays to any other god should be thrown into the lion's den. The king never knew that they were trying to trap one of his best friends, Daniel. So the king just approved it and 
his, his words became a law in the land that in the next 30 days anyone who prays to any other god shall be thrown into lions then and when they brought daniel forth to the king and they told him that daniel had disobeyed the law of the king the king the bible says the heart of the king was troubled because it was his one of his best friends that was to be thrown into the lions then but the king could do nothing because his words are law so the king could do nothing Daniel had to go to the lions then because of the word of one king. The word of one king. Another example is the story of Herod, who told his, his, his in-law that was dancing and he told uh, to, to um, see his in-law, his daughter, I can't really remember, and he told her that she should, she should um, speak of whatever she wants um, up to half of his kingdom that is going to give it to her, whatever. And he said it in public. At that moment, he said that it became a law. It became a law and the king cannot go back on it so when the king said that and the lady went to meet the mother and the mother said ask for the head of john the bible says when she came to present the case before the king and said i need the head of john the baptist the king the bible says the king was troubled in his heart so he didn't want to do it but because his words are law he could not even go against his own law his own words because it would be a debt it would be at the detriment of his royalty because when a king goes against his word, the, then the people will not trust him anymore. The people won't trust him anymore. So that is what the king is about, is the, is the supreme authority. A king isn't voted in by the people, but a king becomes king either by birth or by conquering a territory and claiming it for himself. So a king isn't voted into power. A king comes into power by either by birth or by claiming a territory for himself. But God is a different kind of king. What do I mean? God did not come um, to conquer any territory. God created his own territory and ruled it. There is no king in the universe on earth that created their own territory. God is the only king, the one true king that created his own territory to be ruled. Amen. Our time is fast spent. We have about five minutes more. Amen. So I hope we are following. So this is just a series. And we are trying to lay foundations. We are trying to lay foundations. Amen. So follow attentively. So um, no one is greater in the kingdom than the king. Another important thing to note about a king is that he gives the law of the land. And every word of a king becomes a law. I've said that earlier. The king doesn't give opinion, he gives instruction or order. The kingdom is the responsibility of the king. This includes everything that lives in his territory, the people, animals, plants, buildings, etc., etc. So the, 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 the responsibility of the king are his people, his kingdom, his territory, everything that creeps upon the surface of his, of his territory is responsible for them. What does it mean? It means when you want to rate a king by his wealth, you don't go to the king's palace. You go to the king's territory. You see the, the standard of living of his people. So how rich the people are is how rich the, the king is, 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 is um, how will I put it, is what? Is how rich the king is what? Amen. Like the story of Solomon that the Bible says in his days, gold was like dust silver was like dust of the ground that means they were saying that the territory was filled with wealth so solomon became the greatest king of his time 
the greatest king of his time. So they don't go to the palace to check how wealthy a king is. They go to his territory. They see the works of the king in the life of his people. And they weigh him by how effective and the standard of living of his people. Amen. Amen. So a king is is responsible for the well-being of his people. This means the wealth of the nation is the wealth of the king. When the people are poor, then the king is then poor. A king is not judged or rated by how rich he is, but by how wealthy, wealthy and um, rich the nation and as the people are. The king is judge of the nation. Although a king can choose a representative in his place to judge the people, but he is still known as the supreme judge. Amen. So for a kingdom to be destroyed, the king has to be captured, bounded, and killed. As long as the king is alive, the kingdom is alive. As long as the king is alive, like I stated earlier, the kingdom is alive. But once the king is dead, the kingdom is dead. So you can see how important a king is to the, to the territory, to the kingdom. Without the king, there is no kingdom. Amen. Without the king, there is no kingdom. Praise God. So we have come to the end of um, today's series. I hope you've been able to add to your knowledge on the kingdom, what the kingdom is about. I know some of you are looking for Rema. You are looking for Rema. I need the Rema. This is not about Rema. This is just about laying foundations for you to have a platform to understand God's kingdom. So, so that when we start going into the um details into details of what god's kingdom entails and what god wants us to know and what god wants us to do we'll be able to relate by the understanding of how the earthly king and earthly kingdom operates amen praise god so i hope you've been able to learn one or two things um thank you so much for joining us today for the kingdom series and for this i mean the saturday seminar the weekend seminar uh so tomorrow we are going to be having our our special love sunday in honor of the international women's day in honor of the international women's day which is coming up on monday so tomorrow we are going to be taking a lecture on that to honor the women so please do miss it invite your friends tell every female around you even male as well Everyone needs to listen to the to the teachings because it's going to be interesting and fun-filled. So tomorrow by 6 p.m., don't miss it. Thank you so much for joining us today. I pray the Lord keeps us and protects us. May his face shine upon every one of us and may his countenance be upon us in the name of Jesus. Have a wonderful Saturday rest and have a wonderful Sunday service. Um, good night. Stop arguing, arguing, doubts and debating What does the word say? Yeah. Yeah. They fire, they fire yeah. I don't understand the reason why we're acting like the word of God ain't true No situation or mistake could separate us from him Why do you reject this truth? Open up the book of Romans Chapter 1, 2, 
two, eight, meditate on the word, yeah I see with my very eyes, I could not pay the price The lamb is a sacrifice, so I rejoice in this revelation My redemption is short, I speak her, his sweet love to the whole world In the mud till he came from above Then he showed how to walk on a cloak, yeah Now we're risen with the sun Reflecting glory of God With the light of the world Who sure the devil that don't know it's me Rest in the finish, though Christ is in me Don't mean to brag, I just want you to see You got power, you got victory In the most I am dwelling, it's made for no rental So, so connected to the spirit like hotspot Sitter with the Father in heavenly places at first You know if I would have fallen Brand new life, give it up. Brand new life, give it up. Brand new, yeah. It's a brand new life, give it up. Brand new life, give it up. Brand new life, give it up. Brand new, yeah. I'm free. Say one time for my brothers rapping nonstop. Two time for my sisters praying every time. One time for my brothers praying nonstop. Two time for my sisters rapping every time. One time for my brothers rapping nonstop. Two time for my sisters praying every time One time for my brothers praying non-stop Two time for my sisters rapping every time Died for her, yeah I'ma go the extra mile for her, yeah.